What's going on, everybody? This is Tim Daniels. <laughs> Dick move. Dick move. <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. At least, at least put some respect on my name. I was going to say Tim Daniels podcast. Oh. At large bid. Oh. Brought to you by 48 Minutes Network. <laughs> no, keep going. You're doing great. Thanks, man. I'm nervous now. You made eye contact with me, so now I can't do it. So yeah, this is at large bid as Ryan introduced his him as me, and I as him. You didn't announce me. Who are you again? Tim Daniels podcast. <laughs> and I am Ryan Lester, formerly the host of the Unknown Pod. <laughs> What's going on, buddy? <laughs> so we get into rivalry weekend. That's the final week of the regular season. Go heels. We talk about a lot of conference tournaments. Norse up, baby. Norse, Norse up. Norse. And then we talk about the previews for the upcoming conference tournament week this week. Also, the majors ones getting ready for selection Sunday. Gonzaga lost. Gonzaga lost. Sorry. You actually hear our reaction on the show to Gonzaga <laughs> losing. It's pretty great. No, we're not even going to tease it. Like they lost because they yeah. suck. And we loved every moment of it. And then Thomas Moore's getting into the tournament over them. We talked about. <laughs> We also talked about Sean Miller's weird, sweaty Sean Millerness. Ugh. So. Woof. Yeah. Um, obviously, this is a show you should check out. By the way, we're making it sound right. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. It's honestly a really good show. We had a lot of fun. We dive a lot into the mid majors that have won their tournaments so far. Obviously, we talked about Murray State and their great run and a whole lot more. So everyone enjoy the show. I would advertise our live pod, but it's on there already quite a bit. So enjoy. Hop. For what? Like, all of them. No, I mean, like, what are we? Conference. Conference is what? <laughs> There's something important coming up? Yes. Yes. Everyone's punching their tickets so far. T- tickets to what? To the big dance. Oh, this is March, right? This is You can't say that it's copyright infringement. It's madness. Yes. <laughs> this is the third month of the year? Yes. The I told big the- dance. Come on. I told the shot caller guys that the other day that John Rothstein actually trademarked copyright and trademarked that, and they went, what if you just, like, what if someone asked you what month it is? And I was like, I don't know what to tell you. It's a Fortune 500 month, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did you see that? I, every time I see it, like, I just look for his tweets and then you coming at him <laughs> savagely. Well, yeah, he tweets that Villanova's a Fortune 500 company on Saturday, and they lost that day. Well, he tweets it, like, every other day. Yeah. And, like, his, like, so Kerry Miller, who was a guest on our pod, he did that bracket, like, the Rostinisms. And honestly, it was my favorite thing on Twitter for, like, two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> and it was perfect. Get that. Get in there. Yes. Yes. So, we're currently, we're watching St. Mary's play Gonzaga. And if you are guessing by my reaction, you know it wasn't good for Gonzaga if you listen to our show. Yes. Um, so, let's go ahead and actually, before we get into all the conference tournaments and what we know so far. Yep. Um, who's in, who's out? Yeah, we'll get to that. Let's talk a little bit about the rivalry weekend over the weekend. Um, I know, obviously, you're happy. I'm happy. And I need to clear the air a little bit because I am excited about this win. Yes. Because Duke had well enough time to prepare for this game. Yes. You can't have an excuse. What I will say, so aside from us winning, cool. You know, I was stoked about that, obviously. As you should be. Um, Reddish had a coming out. Yes, he was really good. And... I was talking to somebody about this the other day. Do you think, you know, with him playing the way he did, do you think he maybe were regretting going to Duke at all? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think so in that sense, but, like, as far as his shine, I think he's got to feel a little upset. I don't really think so. I see what you're coming from, and I get that case, but... I mean, it shows how good of a kid he is. Yeah, I think there's something to say about um, guys like him and Zion and RJ oh, yeah. wanting to play together. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, none of them, I feel like the crazy thing is, is as big a superstars as they all are, none of them are super selfish by any means. Yeah, I, I mean, for sure. Barrett, he's just, that's his kind of, the way he plays is could probably come off that way, but he just wants to win. Yeah, I had a really strong, I had like, so people, I saw some people were complaining about the fact that Barrett had 27 shots in the game and Reddish had 23. Yeah. But who else was going to shoot? Like once Marquis <laughs> Bolden went down. 
Um, and that's another thing people are going to complain about. But okay, you remember we've been, we've been talking the last couple of weeks about the fact that Duke was like, "We're going to burn Joey Baker's red shirt. He's the number eight player in the country. He's going right. to be a, like for our team." He didn't play this game. Yeah, they went three deep on their bench. Yep, Goldwire, Delorier, and White. Yes, and White also was over two from three again. Um, but dude. You know, we can talk about the Duke side of this all we want. We know, like, right. this was the Kobe White game. This was North Carolina, let's gel. They were they were great. There was a stretch there, so I was kind of keeping up with all that when I was at Xavier. Um, I know they were down two and a half, and when they came out of the second half, I was kind of following along. Mm-hmm. And it, they were just in perfect sync. Mm-hmm. It was like everything they did. Mm-hmm. And Kobe White was freaking great, man. You can speak more than I can about yeah. this. Yeah, I mean, he's... He's been probably our most consistent player outside of Cam Johnson. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll give Luke May. He's been extremely, extremely efficient as well. Yeah, yes. Um, Not too good of a shooting in this last game, but he was awesome on the boards. Had 16 rebounds. Once Bolden was out, he just dominated the boards. Right. And, I mean, as he should. Yeah. He would have had issues. Um, you know what's really crazy about North Carolina is we're possibly getting two of our players that have been out. Leaky Black and Manly. Yeah. And that's scary. You guys don't even have to play Seventh Woods that much anymore. Yeah, which I mean, he's been huge for us this yeah. year. Um, but now he might be the fifth guy off the bench. Yeah, which is great. It is great if Kobe White can get into a really good flow. Because I almost, I almost wish we would bring Seventh in just to kind of calm him down sometimes. Because mm-hmm. you can see it; he still has his freshman tendencies and everything. But like, he's coming on. He is coming on. Um. He's a typical North Carolina point guard that we need who can push the pace. Yeah, he kind of has like he's a, he's a better Marcus Page. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, Marcus he can Page, shoot. Yeah, Marcus Page was great to get everyone in their spot. He was a great basketball IQ guy. Mm-hmm. But Kobe White is that with like athleticism. Everything. Yeah, he's like in a sweet hair. Yeah, he's just he's a different kind of player. He like is. we've never had a point guard like him really because he can it's push been a the long ball long time. I, but he can push the ball like Felton. He can shoot the ball like, I mean, himself. <laughs> I'm not even going to say anybody else because he can shoot the ball like himself. I mean, he rebounds. He plays defense. He's just fun to watch. Yeah, they've – I'm blown away by how how good they've been mm-hmm. really since the first Duke game. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, I think right now – I'm trying so hard not to jinx them. I'm just saying, like... Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah, we all know I have a tendency to jinx, <laughs> jinx people. Um, That's why Gonzaga's so good. Right. <laughs> um, I will say that I think right now they have to be a one seed. Yeah. I think... Mm-hmm. Like I just told you before we came on air, like, I don't even want to play in the ACC tournament right now. Yeah, and I, I get that. You kind of want to just jump to there. I think that they really could... They're on that list of teams that could win it all. Mm-hmm. And I really think that they have they have the horses to do it. I'm not going to go ahead and talk about them doing it because I don't want to take. <laughs> I your appreciate you, man. I appreciate if you, you. If you guys win the title, I want you to come on this show and celebrate it. Yeah. And I don't want you to have to be like, I beat Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it just if 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 everything if, we, if I can find wood, if we stay healthy and we continue to play the defense, because that's our biggest thing. I mean, a team like. <laughs> Like like Carrie had said, us meeting up with a Wofford is terrifying. Yeah. Because our perimeter defense is usually struggling. Yeah, and then if Fletcher gets hot, we know how that goes. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say this. On my – you know I've been putting that list together of guys that could be Kemba Walker in this tournament? Mm-hmm. Like the John Morants, all those guys? Mm-hmm. I'm putting Kobe White on that list. Okay. I think he has that, like – Really hot 10-minute NCAA tournament stretch in him where mm-hmm. the game's really close in a Sweet 16. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're they're down four with six minutes to go. And he's already been, like, kind of getting his buckets together. He has that ability to just kind of, like, flip that switch. I feel like we have three players on our team. That you can do. do. Because Cam can do that at any second. I think Cam Johnson has really been the team MVP. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, he's been consistently scoring-wise mm-hmm. mo- the most consistent player. Um but then the person that I'm waiting to just absolutely show out is Nas. And I think that's what everybody's doing. Yeah. But the crazy thing is, is he's one of those people that play up to whatever competition or whatever that level is, essentially. Mm-hmm. 
and he's that hustle guy. He's almost like a big-bodied Theo Pinson, which I'm not like spark guy. Yeah. I'm not saying by any means. Not the same player, but yeah. the same energy. Yeah. Um, another thing, too, is Kenny Williams. Oh, my God. He was great. A lot of Duke fans are like, he's the way, he's the best flopper in America. I'm like, you know, he actually is, I think, he's taken the second most charges in North Carolina history. I think Hansborough is actually number one. If Brad Davidson, if Brad Davidson was there. <laughs> but he came up huge for us. Um, but, yeah, we're just, we're molding really. We won't talk much more about North Carolina, but I definitely. So we'll end it here. Where do you? Where's your comfort level with this team at this point? Because I know we've gone up and down through yeah, the year. Yeah, I've been probably the most wishy-washy fan ever, but I think right now, and I will say, it'll depend on you know what bracket we get put in, how our road is. But for sure, um, I mean, I think we have definitely a, a, at least. I would be surprised if we didn't make it to the Final Four right now. Okay, I'm I not going to say win just because there's a lot of strong teams, but yeah. I think Final Four would be a disappointment. To not make it to the Final Four would be a disappointment. If they make it to the title game, yeah, that's what, three and four years? At yeah. that point, they have to step over Villanova, right, for being the best team of the decade? Oh, yeah, I would hope so. Yeah. I mean, really, who's probably a candidate for the, t- to the 2010s? Kentucky's been to two titles. They've only won one. Duke's won two titles. North Carolina's won two titles this decade. Connecticut's won two titles this decade. Um. It's probably going to be between those four, right? Yeah. Gonzaga's been to the title and lost. Virginia hasn't made it to the title, but I think they've been consistently a one or two. Mm-hmm. So I think really, you know, North Carolina and Duke, you might have the case for both of them to be the team of the 2010s. Yeah. The only thing is, and I won't say this would be disrespectful to you. No. Duke didn't lose a championship, but the way that North Carolina lost their championship in mm-hmm. that game, it's the, one of the best college basketball games of all time. Mm-hmm. And it just uh, it sucks to how it lost. I, I I would be heartbroken too mm-hmm. if my team lost that way. Yeah. Um. So I won't continue to bring it up. No, it's okay. <laughs> the way we're playing right now in this moment, it, it doesn't hurt as bad. But you know. Yeah. If we if we do lose, it'll hurt again. Just they'll show the stupid fucking shot over again. What's that like, Michael Scott thing from The Office? It's like, and then I realized I am ready to get hurt again. <laughs> Every tournament. <laughs> Every single tournament. I'm a Xavier fan. How do you think I feel? I mean, yeah. Yeah. And now at NKU. Yeah, which we'll get to that for yeah. sure. Um, okay, before we get to Michigan, Michigan State, and a couple of the other ones, I totally forgot I wanted to talk about Sean Miller. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? Mm-mm. Okay, so... They get fired finally? No, but... You know, so this was like the talk of the Xavier media room Saturday night. Um, Sean Miller at the end of the Arizona game Saturday, I think they were playing Arizona State. He grabs the mic, like the PA mic at the arena, and he goes and he grabs it. He goes, I just want to thank all of you excellent fans for letting me coach here for 10 years. There's no more magical arena than this arena. You guys have been awesome. Thank you so much. So, you know, it gets out to Xavier, and all of us in the media room are like, is he going? Is he gone? Like, is this it? And like a lot of us are like, it took this long? And some of us are like, there's a lot of people there. Like, I'll say this, not to kind of give you like some inside scoop by any means. Sean's not very liked there. At Xavier? Yeah. Oh, like, Chris yeah. is still very liked. Oh, yeah, he would. Yeah. Um, but Sean is really, like, there are people that like Sean and respect Sean and really appreciate what Sean did there. But he's like not the most liked guy. Like, right. In that group of like Skip Prosser, Pete Gillen, Chris Mack. Mm hmm. He's not in that group with yeah. people there. Wow. Um, so we were kind of all running, well, wondering what the hell's going on. Cause has, he came anything, out. has anything else came? So he goes into his post-game press conference and kind of does his usual opening statement and, like, congratulations to blah, blah, blah. They played a great game. Our guys, you know, they fought their hardest. It just hasn't been our year. Things haven't gone our way, blah, blah, blah. And he gets asked about, why did you grab the PA and talk about that? And he goes... I declined to answer that question. Just typical Sean Miller douchebag fashion. Right. Like. Hmm. Well, hopefully he gets axed. I think he is getting. Yeah. I think he's done there. I mean, I think he should be. He should have been done a couple years ago. Right. When they lost to Xavier, he should have been done. Mm-hmm. 
Well, hell, when they lost last year to Buffalo, I know Buffalo right now is outstanding. Right. But he had the number one player in the NBA draft. Yeah. And he had a really good experience point guard in Parker Jackson Cartwright, and they mm-hmm. still couldn't win. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about him because I don't like him. I know. <laughs> I think he probably heard us talk about him, and he probably started sweating through his shirt immediately. <laughs> he felt the heat quick. You've seen that picture, right? Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, God. <laughs> looks like he just took a shower with his dress shirt on. So, Michigan, Michigan State also happened this weekend. And you talk about, like, an uneven rivalry game. Holy mother of God, Michigan State was outstanding in this Electric. game. They are... Izzo Magic is on. We've officially decided it's on. We're not turning it off. They were they were slapping the floor, right? They were definitely slapping the floor. <laughs> um... So Xavier Tillman and Cassius Winston were terrific. Mm-hmm. Cassius Winston locked up Big Ten Player of the Year. Yeah, oh yeah, it's his. Yeah, there's no doubt about it at this point. That was my guy. Yeah, I think yeah because I said I thought Carson Edwards could still win it, mm-hmm. but no. Yeah. So Winston in this game, really, he only shot one. Of, they were not good from three at all, but they were just attacking the paint, <laughs> and it looked like, like it looked like Michigan had no idea what to do. Right. You know, I understand Michigan still without Charles Matthews. And that's going to hurt a little bit. It is. But Michigan State just flat out looked like the better team. And Michigan went into the half up six. And Michigan looked really good in the first half. They've kind of melted down in the second half a lot this year. They have. A lot. And, I mean, Brett Zekas was still a 20-point scorer. Roger Klotz. <laughs> <laughs> My man Klotz. I really feel like at the live pod, we need to find a way to get a hold of Braxton's projector. Yeah. And put a side-by-side of them. It would be perfect. Yes. We still need somebody to send that to us. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize the rebound yeah. differential. Oh, my Holy God. shit. Well, at the end of the game, it was it was done. This is this stat, This whole stat sheet is just kind of weird, though. Yeah. Five, Michigan only has five turnovers the whole game. Like, ten assists, five turnovers? Yeah. That's, oof. There's something about playing in East Lansing still. Right. It's just special. Right. The atmosphere. It was senior night. The crowd's great. Oh, yeah. No matter how what the season they're having, if they're a two-seed or a 12-seed, mm-hmm. the crowd's great. Yeah, you know what you're getting. Yeah. and You don't want to meet them. No. <laughs> no. Especially coming off those Indiana losses, they were pissed. Did you see how emotional Izzo was after the game? Yeah. I, it was really... I don't, this college basketball season is because Roy was super, super emotional too, and he doesn't only get he gets emotional, but yeah, but then he swags out because he's got the most swag of any human. Yeah, being. yeah, but it was just it was. I always love that. I do too. Um, you know, because you you see some of these that was a good move. You see some of these coaches be such a hard ass throughout the whole year. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just to kind of see that emotion. So there's this guy right now, the St. Mary's Gonzaga game, sitting behind the Gonzaga bench wearing a Duke t-shirt. <laughs> if you're listening to this show, we call you out. probably with ESPN. <laughs> yeah. Brandon Clark with a pretty nice spin move there. By the way, Gus, calling that game. Yeah. I want to play it so bad. <laughs> we just need to get snippets of it. I have it. Go ahead. See if you can get in the microphone. My favorite. If you can, if you guys follow me, I'm gonna retweet that again. But you have to watch it because if it if it is not the epitome of what March Madness is, I don't know what is. So, Brad has a has has a moment where Gus Johnson calls his name in a game. Oh man! So that Xavier Kansas State game I was bring up. Yeah, yeah. Um, (laughs) which like every time Brad and I are together, that game comes up in conversation at some point. As it should. And so there's a point in the game where it's like Xavier's down six. Jordan Crawford comes down, hits a three. They get a rebound. They come back down. Redford hits a three. He gets like the Redford from deep. Oh my goodness! Can you believe it? It's like kind of thing. And it's like yeah. I can't do the Ghost Johnson voice no. anywhere near. Nobody I can, do... can. Yeah, but nobody like nobody can. I always... Nobody will ever be able to do justice to his calls. Not at all. Like we can do the Vitels and Barclays. Yeah, but that's not one we can touch. Nah. I can't. I can get that hype. 
No, I have. I don't have that much energy in me. Yeah, I I love any time he calls a game. I did too. No matter what it is. Yeah. Like when he calls like the Big Ten championship, he makes it interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which <laughs> is like six to nothing <laughs> in the Just fourth quarter. Ready to blow your gasket. McSorley <laughs> scrambling in the way he like he has like that breath in between everything oh, yeah. he says. It's like it's like bro, you've got amazing. us hanging on everything, and he does. There was one year he did Madden. Mm-hmm. And it was like, even then, you're like, this is a video game. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love watching whenever he calls a UC, USC, UCLA game. Oh, my goodness. Not even a fan. But when Notre Dame plays Stanford, he gets that game. Oh, yeah. And it's awesome. It's amazing. I hope he gets a bunch of games this year. Yeah. He probably will. He's Gus fucking Johnson. <laughs> He's not Gus Johnson anymore. He is Gus fucking Johnson. I'll take that. Yeah. I think he will, too. I like that. Um, Kentucky, Florida. Yeah. We obviously knew mm-hmm. that Kentucky was probably going to dominate. The spread going into the game was minus 10 for the Cats. Mm. And they won by 9. So they did not cover, but because they also kind of took their foot off the gas pedal at the end. Yeah. But. They won seed? I don't know right now. I think they are. I would put them as a 1. It right pisses now, me off that Gonzaga is a 1 seed because it ruins everything. <laughs> <laughs> so I said P.J. Washington would be outstanding in that game. He was good. Yeah. But it was another Ash. It was Ashton Hagen's offense coming back. Yeah, and Tyler Hero's just really good. But really, Kentucky was. This is the weirdest Kentucky game because we know them to be a three-point shooting team of late. Right. They were two of seven from three. They only shot seven threes the whole game. And they won. That's impressive. Defense must have been on one. They were really good defensively in the second half. They um, only gave up twenty-six points in the second half. Damn. Higgins had. Um, they gave up at NC State. Yeah. <laughs> And it was weird because with Reed Travis out, they yeah. looked to E.J. Montgomery to start. He didn't score. Yeah. But he crashed the boards. He good minutes. He took one shot the whole game. Wow. And he just, he just How many boards defense. did he have? Seven. Okay. And he had three offensive. Hmm. How long is Reed out for? I think that Cal said something about him being back for the SEC championship. Just sit him out. Yeah. Get him back for the tournament. Yeah. Sit him out. Let him play. Unless you play Tennessee. Yeah. Or... LSU, depending mm-hmm. how everything shakes up with it, because they looked pissed off against Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Without Smart, without Will Wade. Yeah. I wonder why. What happened? I don't know. <laughs> hmm. um, but Without Smart and Wade, wow. So Kentucky wow. now kind of has a little bit of a rest period before they play. I think SEC tournament starts Thursday? Yeah, that sounds right. So. Such a brutal weekend. Yeah. Conference tournaments are so fun. They are terrifying, though, too. Yeah. So, let's see. By the time this show goes up, Kentucky will have not played until Friday. Okay. So, they get the they get the double. Is there a double buy in the SEC? I should know this. I know. I'm sorry. Texas A&M fired their coach today. I saw that, yeah. Yeah. They want buzz. Yeah, and that's probably going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I thought Wojo might be a possibility since Marquette decided just to suck at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah. Marquette, man. Yeah. I picked them as a dark horse to win the title. I know. Do you, you remember did. that? Yeah, I do. Jinx. Yeah, well, well, we just need to make a board of like Tim Daniels jinx. For sure. Because it's <laughs> It can be a Tim Daniels jinx and then players Ryan hates for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So overall I think it was a it was an awesome weekend. It was a fun weekend. It was. It's about to be even more fun as we continue to watch this game. Yeah. St. Mary's is currently up 54 to 47 with... Two and a half to go? Yes. So, here's how the Big East went on Saturday. So, Villanova... Yes. If Marquette had won... Let me double check these standings real quick to make sure that's right. If Marquette had won, they would have won the Big East. Marquette lost their last four games of the season. And they had to play a team you and I are starting to become pretty fond of by the name of the Georgetown Hoyas. Yeah. Marquette was 10-point favorites. Wow. And they lost by two. And here's how this game went. Headband McClung, baby. Headband McClung went 11 of 14 from the free throw line. He hit a... He hit a big jump shot. Oh, my God, he did. Mind you, what did you say at the beginning of this season? I, was, I had concerns I about his jump shot. I tried to tell you, kid is clutch. 
Kid's really good. He's going to be very good. And then James Akinjo? Yeah. Oh, my God. Their yeah. guard play for the next couple of years? <laughs> it's going to be good. Yeah. Damian Lillard was tweeting about James Akinjo. Oh, really? If that tells you how, how good Georgetown was. Man, night. you know, now that I'm following a little bit more because of the other shows, I'm following the NBA a little bit more. It's really cool to see a lot of these players who are actually, mm-hmm. like, following it. Like, yeah. literally following it. You know, KD's real big into that. Yeah, he was kind of he was kind of the first NBA player to talk about Ja. Mm-hmm. So if I had told you Marcus Howard had twenty eight points and it was a two point game, you'd have told me Mark had one, right? Right. Yeah, he had twenty eight points. And he didn't win. And the Hauser brothers were not good. No. Um, Wojo got pissed at the end of the game about a foul call that wasn't called. And but Wojo also bitches a lot. Yeah, it's annoying. Yeah. Good board. I was at a I was at a press conference this year with him where he started crying about a player and I was like. <laughs> you know, you appreciate the sentiment. Yeah, but nah. But, like, come on, bro. Dude. So. Let's go. St. Mary's, baby. Going to the big dance. So does this mess up Gonzaga's one seed, or is it? They're still one seed. That's so weak, man. I agree. So the rest of the Big East. <laughs> Villanova is like, cool, Marquette lost. All we need is to win, right? And we'll, we'll have the Big East championship. <laughs> they technically did win the Big East championship. But Seton Hall came in and Miles Powell did Miles Powell things yet again. That's what we just played, right? <laughs> it feels like. Yeah. So it's like, all right, cool. Butler is like, Butler needs to get a win. They lose by 13. Butler sucks. Yeah, they're... They suck. You don't like them either. No. I think that they're an annoying fan base. <laughs> though I do really want to see a game at Hinkle. Yeah. Well, and I just want to walk in there. You're clearly not welcome at this point. <laughs> they are not going to like you. I'm going to walk in there and be like, you guys know Hoosiers sucked, right? Because <laughs> that's where Hoosiers were shot. Yeah. That's great. Go ahead and do that. So Providence got a huge game without Alpha Diallo playing well. And then we got Creighton destroying DePaul. So the Creighton-DePaul game literally determined five team seeds in the Big East. Wow. If DePaul had won, Xavier would have played Georgetown's on Thursday. But since Creighton won, Xavier plays Creighton. Like, it literally determined everything because all the teams were, like, 9-9 nine and nine or so. Yeah. And so then, of just course... Just wide open. Then Xavier just dominates St. John's. Kick their ass. And... Ryan Wellage was terrific. You, you weren't expecting that, were you? No, I was so happy for him, man. <laughs> he said such a rough year there. It's his grad transfer year. You know, he struggled a lot. Yeah. And now he's... Now he's hitting big shots. They're clicking. That's all I'm going to say. They're clicking. Are they a team to watch out for? Yes. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Because I know nice. I talk a lot about them here and obvious reasons. So we can talk about Cincinnati getting busted then, too. Yeah. That was – oh, my God. Could you believe that? No. So, like, how good they are defensively, how good they are at home. They give up 85 points. Houston did whatever they wanted. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny is I, like, I saw that Houston was playing and I didn't even realize they were playing in Cincinnati. And I was like – Damn. Yeah. At one point, Cincinnati was up six, and then Houston went on this like crazy run at the end of the game, and you could just tell that UC just looked deflated. I think Jaron Cumberland's kind of hit a wall. <laughs> exhausted. Yeah, very exhausted. His back's broken. He's not getting anything from Justin Jennifer and Nasir Brooks lately. I mean, he was the. They had Brooks had sixteen in that game, sixteen and six. But other than that, what did Jennifer get? Uh, two, two points. Okay. Three rebounds and two assists. Was it a field goal? Or was it two free throws? Um, By the way, in case you're wondering, two free throws. Gonzaga lost. Praise. Bless up. I'm buying a St. Mary's t-shirt. This tomorrow. is amazing. This is great. Let's go, St. Mary's. This is just awesome. Isn't that where Patty Mills went? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. St. Mary's is normally pretty good. Yeah. They're I think, yeah. I think they were pretty pissed because they lost Gonzaga earlier this year by 50. <laughs> well, they, they won when it mattered. Yes. They invent. They, is that post Malone? Probably. <laughs> it looked like him. So Gonzaga only scored 47 points in this game. Yeah, because they're ass. That's why. The number one adjusted offense in the country only scores 47 points. Yeah. They can't. They can't be a one. There's no way they're a one after this. That's what I'm saying. There's no way. There can't be. This is a bad loss. Yeah. It's just... Uh, but a great loss. A great loss. 
I love a it. beautiful loss. Love it so much. Yes. If you're a Gonzaga fan, I don't care. Yeah. You're not you don't really know college basketball if you're a Gonzaga fan. <laughs> yeah. Like cool guys, your 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 shining your one shining moment is that you guys lost in the national championship. Bitches. Once. Sorry, I didn't mean that. No, I don't care. All right, so that brings us to our next segment. We're gonna talk about the teams that are in so far. St. Mary's. And let's start right there, man. Let's start with St. Mary's. <laughs> Shout out to St. Mary's, baby. What a good weekend of basketball. Great, great college basketball it's weekend, beautiful. man. Beautiful. So beautiful. I love it. Just leave it at that. It's the only thing that happened. Carolina didn't even play. I'm good now. I know. I wouldn't even have cared. Gonzaga lost, so it's amazing. Jordan Ford coming through clutch for St. Mary's. Yes. Tanner Krebs putting up buckets. And Gonzaga gets nine points from Rui Hachimura, five points from Killian Tilly. They get 16 points from Brandon Clark. He played a good game. Yeah. I actually like Clark as a player. Mm-hmm. But Gonzaga played terrible, man. They shot 38% from the field. They were two of 17 from three. They got exposed. Yeah. St. Mary's had to shoot really good. They shot very well. Yeah. So St. Mary's is kind of for those who don't know St. Mary's, uh, true mid major. Yes, they are. <laughs> We're not just saying this because they beat Gonzaga either tonight. Yeah, they truly are a team that if they do get hot and they hit hits a bunch of threes, mm-hmm. you better pray you're not playing them because mm-hmm. they have a tendency to probably win a game or two in the tournament. Oh, absolutely. I just jinx them, but that's yeah, fine. Yeah. So other it'll see- be a close game. Yes, other teams in so far. Let's talk about Liberty. Liberty Lipscomb was a great game. Mm-hmm. I really think that Lipscomb should be in the tournament. Yeah, I think that they were they're good enough to be in over Gonzaga. <laughs> Maybe not that <laughs> okay. far. All right, sorry, but I really think Lipscomb should be in. I think that they played well enough to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Liberty, this has been a great year for them. Oh yeah, they're a really talented team. They're a good overall basketball team. They play really good basketball. Mm-hmm. So I'm pumped for them. This is great for them. I have friends that went to Liberty, and they've told me all about them all year. So I've kind of like kind of what kept an eye on them. Mm-hmm. So shout out Liberty! Congratulations! Don't they have a? Don't they have a pretty decent player, like a player? Yeah. What the hell's his name? I can't think of it. We're really good at this job. <laughs> what conference do they play again? <laughs> Mid major. Uh, UMBC is playing. In their conference championship again, but they got to play Vermont, and Vermont's really good. I don't think people understand how good these mid-major teams are, bro. No, that's. I mean, they always have something to prove, which is why you Scary. love to watch them. Yeah, um, Gardner Webb, first time in school history getting in. Yeah, you said that. That's really cool. That is, it's always cool. My only Gardner Webb memory is the year that they went to Rupp Arena when Billy Gillespie was the coach of Kentucky and beat them. <laughs> Sorry, UK fans. That was like my junior year of high school. Yeah. That was the year before Patrick Patterson went there. P-Pat, shout out. Yeah. Bradley gets in. Yeah. I love watching that team. I've only watched like three games. But they're super athletic. They're fast. Mm-hmm. They play like Florida Gulf Coast a couple years ago. They were. That was a fun team. Yeah, it's called the Orlando Magic. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, a school I've never heard of before. <laughs> Fairly Dickinson. <laughs> Best name ever. Yeah, this is better than that year Oral Roberts got in. <laughs> and everyone just picked him to get in because their name was Oral Rob on the bracket. Right. <laughs> or like the Shockers, remember that? Yeah. Was that Wichita State's first year? Like it like yeah. blew up? Yep. Um, And then obviously, let's talk about Murray State. Um, so glad they got in. What a great game. Yeah. I mean, Murray and Belmont was like really, was. really good. Those are two really good teams. Yeah. I really like Belmont a lot. Same. Um, I will say that I'm not trying to go like all mid-majors deserve the main stage because that's not always the case. Mm-hmm. I think that they should be in. Yeah, I do too. Again, over Gonzaga, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I know they lost by 12 in that game, but that was kind of like jaw taking over at the end of the game. Like, He's incredible. They ran out of the, they ran out of energy. Conference tournaments are hard. I don't think people really understand that from the outside looking in. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to win three games in three days. Yeah. And that's... That's hard. It's really tough. Especially because you're playing teams that you've already played, too. Right. These are and teams that know really what hard. you do. That's very, very hard. Yeah. 
But Ja, of course, 36 points, 13 of 25. And, of course, he wouldn't have a game if he didn't have a poster dunk. Right. He had a poster dunk. He does something incredible. Like Every game. Up and down the court. They had 51 points in the second half. They were killing it, man. Yeah. If they shoot good, they're a terrifying team. He's getting, like, some assistance finally. Yeah. So Tevin Brown, their freshman, mm-hmm. he's really good. Getting a lot of confidence. Yeah, and that's scary. Because mm-hmm. last year they played West Virginia tournament. If they were getting this team right now for West Virginia last year, they'd have beat them. Oh, yeah. And then this year a lot of people have them as a 12 seed. I don't want to be the 5 seed that plays them. No. No. I want no problems with them. Absolutely not. Because Ja is literally that player. Yeah. You're not going to have anybody that can He's stop number one on the Kemba Walker list. Yeah. Like, he has to be. I mean, he can literally his bit. Like you said, I think you hit perfectly saying if he gets help, then they're in trouble. Like everybody is in trouble. He really has that way of, and you hear this a lot about guys. He's really began to elevate the players around him. Yeah, yeah, and, and they buy him. in. They buy into his energy. Yeah, they do. It's crazy. So he's a fun guy to rally around. He is, and then. um Darnell Cowart, who's kind of their junior, mm-hmm. kind of their big muscle guy. Mm-hmm. This dude's 6'8", 295. Solid muscle. <laughs> like, he guy. wears like a plain white t-shirt underneath his jersey. Yeah. yeah. No dry fit. Yeah. No, no, no tech. Hood. He's just ready to kick your ass on the yeah. court. Yeah. Come on in this paint if you want to. Right. Come get this yeah. work. This is a job <laughs> fair. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so I, I, I'm so excited to see what... Murray State can do. And, I mean, this, there's a possibility they could lose in the first round, obviously. Right. And, I mean, you're not going to be surprised if they do. Not but at you're all. also not going to be surprised if they make a run. I'll be pulling for them. Yeah. As long as they're not playing one of my squads. I don't want those problems. Yeah. Which we already know they'll probably be in, like, UK's bracket or something. Considering so. the three college basketball teams I, like, him tied to, only one's probably going to make the tournament. <laughs> yeah. You know? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, between and Notre Dame's, obviously, not no chance. No. Xavier's got to win at least two games. So that would be beating, beating Creighton Villanova, which they very well could. Mm-hmm. Very well could. And then, um, obviously, you know what? Bring it home, baby. You know what it is? Ice in his veins. Norse, <laughs> the F up, folks. Tonight, the Northern Kentucky Norse have been el- Division One eligible, Ryan, for three years. And how many times have they made it? Two of three years they That's have been impressive. in the NCAA tournament in their eligibility. They year they weren't, they won their regular season title. And tonight they beat their almighty, their arch rival, Wright State, by a final of seventy seven to sixty six. Handedly. They got games this is how this is what I'll say about Northern Kentucky for those who are kinda like, okay, they're they're a bounce. They're a one bounce. When they play defense, they are outstanding. Mm-hmm. They are super good. Mm-hmm. They have six guys that can shoot the ball. Mm-hmm. So Jalen Tate, who we've had an interview with on our on this show before. He's incredible. I want to talk a little bit about him because being somebody who really hasn't watched much of him, he is – people need to look out for him. So he's probably the one guy on their team that could like 100% play high-level college basketball. Oh, absolutely. I think Drew could too. Yeah. But Drew kind of feels like Mike Dom like yeah. from South Dakota State. Mm-hmm. Like Drew kind of feels like – in that qualification. Yeah. He's he's your player that when he does play against that higher level, he's going to still show out. Yeah. Tonight, they got 15 points from Zanai Robinson. Zanai played in the MEAC for, for, his, for four years before he became a grad transfer at Northern. Okay. He knows how to play college basketball. He mm-hmm. knows what Division One's all about. Mm-hmm. Um, Dantez Walton tonight. Mm-hmm. 15 points, 14 boards. He is their four. He jumps for jump ball. Mm-hmm. But he has really developed a three-point shot. Mm-hmm. And, by the way, Northern was 12 of 21 from three tonight. Isn't that crazy? That's amazing. Yeah. And then, of course, Tyler Sharp, the Louisville, the Louisville transfer, mm-hmm. was a walk-on. And where Tyler's really gotten better is he's become a much better man-to-man defender. Mm-hmm. He was, when, when uh, Cole Gentry had the ball tonight, mm-hmm. he was in his face every time he had the ball. He looks like a pest. He does. In, in a good way. He is a pest. In a good way. I mean, he looks yeah, watching him. He gets down. That dude practices against it. yeah. That dude practices against Donovan Mitchell every day. Yeah, for a year. It's not bad. Right, <laughs> like him and Dang Adele. Yeah, he, he was the scout team against those guys every day. Those are 
pretty good guys to go up and against. And you know, so. it was we make fun of all the time. It was Patino, so it was like you pressed. Yeah, you were you were physical. Mm-hmm. They got some leadership too, which is cool. Yeah. So they got a lot of good pieces, and they have a good coach, mm-hmm. a creative coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, a coaching staff who has played Division One ball, who's been there before. Mm-hmm. You know, John was at John was at Marshall. Mm-hmm. Um, so he knows what it's like to play in these situations. Mm-hmm. Uh, we forgot to talk about this game, actually, Hofstra, but I don't care right now. <laughs> um, so Jalen Tate, you said you want to talk more about him. Yeah, I was just really impressed with his overall game. I mean, he was everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Rebounding, I was really impressed with his rebounding. Yeah, he's a really, so he was just the last week of the regular season, he was surprised in the quite of the week. Oh, cool. Um, I was just overall just impressed with him as a whole. So tonight, 17 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, 7 of 10 from the field, 2 of 3 from 3. If Jalen stays out of foul trouble, mm-hmm. he can play with any guard in the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm not just saying that because I cover this team, because I'm around this team, because I've gotten to know these kids. Right. He is that good. His dad played at UC. His brother played at Ohio State. He comes from a family that knows how to play college basketball. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I'm comfortable saying that. Northern's going to go in there and they're going to upset somebody as a 14 or a 15. Is the ceiling the roof? But <laughs> I will say you, there's something to say about a team that plays defense as well as they do and has six guys that can shoot the ball. Yeah. I mean, when your center can spread the floor the way he does, it's just hard to guard. They would actually be a really fun uh, matchup against North Carolina. They would be. I mean, they have uh, obviously – it's a little bit different, but they spread the ball. They spread the court really well. We they would give us fits. Yeah, and right now they're actually on Sports Center getting highlights. Yeah, which is nuts. <laughs> Here he is. So the Drew McDonald moment in the Oakland game yesterday. Yes, was trending nationwide. Yeah, dude. So such an incredible. <laughs> it was awesome. I love that. I love Drew. I think not just be like he's been an awesome for the community. Yeah, but he's such a good player. Yeah. He's a great dude to be around. He um, kind of has a little dirk in him. <laughs> dude, he had that tonight. Did you see the, like yeah. on that inbound play with like yeah. the shot clock running all like, yeah. down? He kind of has a little dirk in him, man. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool, man. This is awesome. This is like what's really neat about a mid major. Like I said, I don't know if I can go in here and tell you um, that I think that they're going to win this whole like win a couple games, but I hope they do. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Menke just texted me. Donnie, my buddy, who's been who filled in for you on an episode you were gone. Yeah, I'm firmly in the Hake and Zaga club right now. <laughs> I converted him. That's good. Yes, we can start this coalition against Gonzaga. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've gotten there pretty much. Yeah. All right, man. So let's talk about before we get out of here. We got conference tournaments coming up the rest of the week. Yeah. So ACC's tournament started today mm-hmm. at the time of recording. Notre Dame beats Georgia Tech. Go Irish. Yep. They still they're still really bad at basketball. Watch out for them. <laughs> Miami beats Wake Forest, and Pitt beats Boston College. Here's what this team's face tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> you got a wall waiting for you. Notre Dame against Louisville. That game's going to overtime. Calling it now. Okay. It's a Notre Dame Louisville tradition. Okay. I think Louisville's going to blow them out. Oh, they're going to destroy them. <laughs> Wait, nope. Sorry. It's going to be an OT game. Um, Clemson, NC State. Who cares? That's probably. I mean, I hope Clemson wins. If Clemson wins that game, their their bubble looks pretty good. I want Clemson to win so bad. I know you do. <laughs> Virginia Tech, Miami, mm. meh, yeah. and then Syracuse, Pitt. That'll be a really good game. Yeah, that'd be a great game, actually. Of course, if those teams win, they go on to face Duke, North yeah. Carolina, yeah. Virginia. I'm just waiting for you. Who's the other four? Who's the other uh, other by in the ACC? Oh shit! I I don't even know. Florida State. Oh, I always forget about them. Yeah, yeah, because the ACC's fair and all. Only <laughs> two, three, four, five, six. Eight teams finished five hundred better in the conference. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Jesus. I always forget about Florida State. I don't know why, because they always give us fits too. Yeah, they're Florida State's really good. Yeah. So we got Big East tournament tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm stoked for this tournament. I honestly am not just saying this as a biasm because I've been around these teams. Mm-hmm. I think it's the best tournament every week, every year. 
even in the old Big East, like the Garden. Yeah. Which we're going to get to. We're going to end the show with an anniversary of a certain Big East game. Okay. Um, I want to talk about that. So, Butler and Providence. And then we got St. John's and DePaul. St. John's, I'm firmly confident, will say they will run through DePaul. Yeah. Um, that Butler-Providence game is kind of like, eh. Yeah. Pro- I'm going to go with... Providence. I'm going to go with Butler. Okay. Um, and then Thursday, Xavier Creighton, which Creighton is two and a half point favorites. Really? Yeah. And then Seton Hall-Georgetown. That's going to be good. That's going to be a really good game. Yeah. Headband McClung. Versus Miles Powell. Yeah. And James Akinjo. I don't know who I want to win that game. I know. I love both those players. Yeah. McClung has 100% won me over. That's that's impressive. Yeah. What's he doing? He's just good. He's just a good player, man. So who do you think will win the ACC tournament? Do you think Virginia wins it? Mm, no. I think. Oh, they say Zion might play, so I think I think Duke will win. Can we put like a if Duke if Duke plays if Zion plays and Duke wins it? I think they're one. Yeah. Yeah, they'll they'll win the ACC tournament. Yeah. If he doesn't play, I lean towards Virginia. Yeah. But I also think that could be bad for them. Yeah. As we've seen in years past. Yeah. I mean, I... I, Obviously, I would love for North Carolina to win, but like I said, I don't... If they lose, I don't care. Yeah, I think they're... They're (laughs) that worst of two at this point. Yeah. There's no dropping to a three. Right. Big 12 is, does Kansas win the conference championship? Or does Texas Tech get it? Or does Kansas State get it? It's up in the air. It is up in the air. It's up in the air. I am leaning towards... You think Kansas? No. I think Texas is going to give them fits. Yeah. That's Thursday night. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of leaning towards Texas Tech. That'd be cool. I think in a conference tournament, you kind of got to lean towards the best player in the conference. Yeah. And Culver is outstanding. Yeah. So I'm going to take the Red Raiders. I'll agree with you on that one. Um, Big Ten. Are we taking the Spartans to win the Big Ten tournament? I I am. I'm taking the Spartans. Just for argument, argumentative, I'm going to go with Michigan. So. (laughs) No chance, but. I'm really starting to believe that Indiana's going to get in. Yeah, I know you said that. They've played really, really well these past few weeks. What if they win at all? <laughs> I say this, and they'll probably lose to Ohio State. Yeah, for <laughs> But after they lost to Iowa, they beat Wisconsin, who was number 19 in the country at the time. They beat Michigan State. They beat Illinois, and they beat Rutgers. So they have they have four wins against ranked teams this year. And, and there's a lot of big wins. Yeah. They beat Marquette. They beat Louisville. They beat Butler. They beat... You know, Michigan State twice. I like this team mm-hmm. right now. I'm yeah. back on. Well, I'm sorry, Indiana. <laughs> you guys are out. Who, who, who? Who's Dude, that was a great episode. <laughs> you were so hyped. I was. And then literally they got busted. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'll stick with I'll stick with the Spartans. Pac twelve conference, no one cares. Yeah. Who wins the SEC? Kentucky. Do you really think so? Yeah. Okay, I do too, but yeah. you are very confident. I'm a little more lenient than you are. I mean... I know Tennessee just lost Auburn. We picked Tennessee to win big. Right. Actually, I think you picked Auburn to win. Yeah. But, because Brown, you know, he's really good. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know, man. I think between those three, you have a case that all three can win it. Right. I don't think LSU is really bothered by these distractions because what's going to happen? They get vacated later and Will Wade gets fired? Right. Okay. Yeah. Spart will probably be gone by then. Yeah. And then Tennessee, it's Grant Williams, Admiral Schofield, Jordan Bone, who is ridiculously fast, by the way. I don't mm. know if you noticed that. So he's, he's got some speed. Yes. I want, I want a Tennessee... UK match. I want that so bad. So bad. I want that to be... Especially the, down there. The conference championship. Yeah, it's in Nashville, isn't it, this yeah. year? Oh, my God. Yeah. We need this. Yeah. This is the, the rubber match for the mm-hmm. SEC championship, because winner of that probably gets the one. Mm-hmm. I don't think Tennessee is out of the one category yet. Yeah. I mean, I think they... They lost to Auburn. Auburn's a tournament team. Right. 
I think Kentucky's going to take it, though. I'm sorry if I jinx you guys, too. No, you're not. I, I really am at this point <laughs> because that's just a dick move. But, you know, I want that rematch. Yeah. Very bad. Oh, for teams that are in that we forgot to talk about, Wofford's in. Oh, yeah, yeah. The Fletcher McGee show. Right. I, well, we kind of talked about them a little bit, said so we don't want to play them. So Seven? Are they? In, is there a Windows 7 right now? I would say that, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be a really fun 7-10 if it's like them in Indiana. Yeah. Oh, my God. Give me that game every day of the week. Yeah. Fletcher go off for 60. Yeah, and Romeo probably score 35. Yeah. With like 1-3. But miss the game-winning shot. Yeah. By the way, no Sister Jean this year. How disappointed are you? Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Not in the least bit. <laughs> She's a nice lady, but I'm cool. I yeah. got sick of seeing her. I did too. Because yeah. it was literally like every play. Yeah, I'm like, I'm good, man. She's just Jordan, still yeah. just sitting there. In a wheelchair. <laughs> clapping. Yeah. Do you think um, Flute Girl from Villanova will make an appearance this year? <laughs> uh, to be honest with you, I didn't even know that was a thing. You don't remember Flute Girl from when no, they lost dude. a couple years ago in the second round? She's crying, playing. No. We actually, like, back in the Court Stormer days, we had a, we had a debate who would want to fight between Flute Girl and Sister Jean. We went with Sister Jean. Yeah, she has a very high being <laughs> on her side. So, <laughs> conference attorneys. Really? That's, a... <laughs> <laughs> That's all you need. All right, man. All right, so last thing I want to talk about before we get out of here. You're, you've been waiting for this topic the whole show. I have. It is the 10-year anniversary, Ryan. Oh, this isn't what I thought you were talking about. What did you think I was talking about? Uh, the USC scholarship. Oh, yeah, Aunt Becky. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought you were going with. So, yes, if you haven't heard. <laughs> There's another FBI scandal. Aunt Becky from Full House is amongst 47 <laughs> people that got arrested and charged today in Operation Varsity Blues. <laughs> oh, man. So apparently Aunt Becky and her husband wrote a nice $500,000 check to the wonderful school of the University of Southern California. You know them as the Trojans. I know them as the Wolfpacks, cheaters. <laughs> and she paid them to have her kids be recruits on the rowing team. That's incredible. Yeah. I mean, what? <laughs> like, why is that even a thing? Just go to school and shut up. Uh... Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so back to your original thing. I didn't mean to cut you off. I just that I literally thought that's what you were excited for. I so. totally forgot about it, actually, because I got so excited to talk about mid-majors. Because I love mid-majors. <laughs> that's why you and Carrie get along. Mm-hmm. Today's the 10-year anniversary of the great Big East tournament game of Connecticut and Syracuse. The sixth overtime classic. Mm, oh, man, yeah. One of those. That whole tournament, you knew where you – you can remember where you were at mm -hmm. watching those games. So this was before Kemba Walker before Kim, became Kemba Walker. Yeah. So he missed two game-winning shots in the overtimes. Mm -hmm. um, I looked up the numbers today. Because mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, I, I totally like, I saw someone posted that it was the anniversary. Mm -hmm. I was like, man, I got to watch that game again. Yeah, literally this whole week, it's going to be just retweets of that that whole run. So, listen to these numbers. Because they're just insane. Johnny Flynn, who like, is Alex Derrickson, our old 48 Minutes compartment to what it. Mm -hmm. That was a game Johnny Flynn played all of his basketball out of him. <laughs> That's played funny. 67 minutes in that game. Whew. Literally, the game had 30 minutes of overtime. Wow. They had a I half and a half of overtime. Whew. He played six overtimes. He had 34 points. Um, Devendorf from Syracuse, if you remember him very well. Mm -hmm. I remember Eric awfully well. Played 61 minutes. Had 22 points. And Paul Harris from Syracuse... Played 56 minutes, had 29 points. Coming off the bench, they had Andy Rottens, who I guess is still in the Toronto Raptors organization. I can't remember. Uh, Played 50 minutes. Damn. And he had 20 points. On the Connecticut side, Kemba Walker played 52 minutes this game. He only had 8 points. Hashim Tabit was in this game. Yeah. 
53 minutes, 19 points. AJ Price, 61 minutes, 33 points. And then Stanley Robinson, 47 minutes, 29 points. What point did you, like, kind of realize? Do you remember watching this game? I remember, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think I ended up falling asleep, to be honest. I remember, like, so at my mom's house, I had this TV, mm-hmm. and it was in my my bedroom. And I remember, like, sitting there, and I was kind of, like, watching, like, oh, okay, they're going to overtime. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, they're going to a double overtime. This is cool. And I, at some point, it was just, like, clicking to me, like, holy shit, this is insane. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, the fourth overtime, I was like, this has got to be over, right? Because Kemba Walker had the shot he missed, and I'm like, oh, my God. You said he only had eight points? Yeah. That's nuts. Literally, that stat line is not what you would expect. No, not from Kemba Walker in a game like that. <laughs> no. Especially not what, <laughs> what happened after all that. Yes, because it was two years later was the Kemba run. Yeah. When they won the title. And I just remember being blown away because I didn't think it was possible to see a game like that. Yeah. Six OTs. And all my friends, like, everyone, all my friends were, like, kind of texting, like, are you watching this? This is crazy. Man. Back on our old Verizon was, flip phones. That was 10 years ago? 10 years to the day. On your Razor phone? Yeah, man. People with their Blackberries. Yeah. I had, like, the old classic Verizon flip phone. Oh, sick. So, like, you know, the ones you didn't have, you only had to charge, like, every six days. I had a Blackberry. I never had a Sidekick, though. No, I didn't either. I was never on T-Mobile. Yeah, I wasn't either. Did you ever have a Chirp Chirp? Uh, no, I did not have a Boost. You were a loser then. Um, I did have a buddy in high school that had the um, unbreakable Sprint phone. Oh, yeah. And, like, literally, we would chuck that, I think. So it yeah, would just bounce. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. So, I just I wanted to bring that up because I, I just remember loving that game. This time of year. It's the best time of the year, man. It really is. Nothing like it. So we're going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of At Large Bid. Um, we're going to be really busy next week. We're getting close. We're super busy next week. Yeah. So Sunday night after the game, after the Selection Sunday show, which we're going back to the original Selection Sunday show. Yep. No alphabetical order this year. Yeah. Thank God. I don't have to wait for Xavier to get called. <laughs> Even though they were a one seed, I knew they were getting in. Yeah. Um, we're going to be doing our Selection Sunday reaction show. This is a yearly tradition where Taylor Burkfeld uh, comes on from the Court Stormer days, and we talk about we talk about the the bracket and give our reactions. We're also gonna have my guy Donnie Menke on with us. So we're gonna have a four man panel talking about the regions. Wow! Talk about who got in, who should have got in. We're gonna kind of go through everything there. Uh, talk about what matchups we really like. So then that will go up Monday morning. Tuesday morning, you're gonna get shot callers as they're gonna do their one big question for every Western Conference playoff team. The Western Conference is a little less open than the Eastern Conference, so they're going to kind of break that down. So Tuesday morning, so I mean, sorry, Wednesday morning, you'll get your regular forty-eight minutes day. Um, Sean and I are going to kind of cover the news, whatever happens in the week leading up. I'm sure we'll be talking about Russell Westbrook, <laughs> maybe a little bit, yeah, and then kind of go through a few different things as well. We'll see how the week turns out, and then of course Wednesday night. Ryan and I are recording our live podcast. Yeah, at Braxton Brewery. What time? Seven thirty p.m. Eastern. Talk that talk. So, and we're hoping if everything goes well, that that's going to be able to be available for you guys Thursday morning before, before the NCAA tournament starts. That'd be sick. Yes. So we're working all the details out on that. So next week is going to be super nuts. I've already mentioned it, but I'm going to get it out there one more time. Braxton Brewery, Wednesday, March twentieth, from seven thirty to nine p.m. NCAA tournament preview bracket, talking all things tournament. Uh, we're gonna be joined by Brad Redford and Adam Baum, tentatively, because now Xavier's all of a sudden decided to have life in them again. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm not sad about. Right. But I can't miss my live pod. Yeah. If they play that night. Very true. Um, I really hope they don't play that night. <laughs> yeah. Because I'll be distracted. Yeah, a little bit. We'll be those will be during the first fours too. We never get distracted though, so it's fine. We never. Be fine. So if you come out, we're also raising funds. I like we've told you guys for the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention. We're taking 100 percent of proceeds, giving it to the AFSP. This is a foundation my family and I are really passionate about. So it mean the world to us if you guys came out and don't and gave some, put some money then for the proceeds. Um, and also obviously 
great beer at Braxton. My favorite beer for Braxton is coming back beforehand. Summer Trip's coming back. Are you excited? I'm so excited. I love Summer Trip. It's my favorite beer of theirs. I'll try it for you. Good. You don't really drink beer, though. I don't. Yeah. But just for you, I'll try it. Awesome. So everyone, come on out. Have a good time with us. Drink some beer. Talk some hoops. And help us raise funds for a great cause. Uh, but everyone, enjoy Conference Championship Week. We will be here Monday morning with our Selection Sunday reactions for you guys. It's that time, baby. Let's Best go. time of the year. Go Heels. Best time of the year. Norse TF up, folks. <laughs>